They told us not to do it. But here we are. Whatever They said, whatever you do. Don't record. Don't, don't you do it. Don't record a podcast in a Mini Cooper. On a phone. But guess what? We're Dave, back. Dave, no, it's not just we're back. We're trying to drive home and someone. The big guy. That would be you. Not the Lord Jesus, but you, Dave Hollis, took a wrong turn. I added a good 34 minutes to our drive because of one bad turn at a freeway yep. intersection during rush, rush hour. hour. Yeah, so now now what was already solidly 42 minutes from downtown Austin to our, to our acreage out in the country is like an hour 42. You know what we should do with the time? We should record a podcast on an iPhone, even though our audio guy said, don't do that again. Let's do it. Here it is. Hi guys, I'm Rachel Hollis. And I'm Dave Hollis. And we're married. For like 14 years. And together for 16. We have kids. Four kids. Which is like a thousand kids. We've also been foster parents to four kids as well. We're running a business together. We do a lot of things. That is a lot of things. <laughs> but we feel like it's possible, we know it's possible, to have an exceptional relationship regardless of the stresses you have in your life. That's why we decided to do a podcast together. It's called Rise Together. So if you want some tips and tricks on how we kind of get through all the things. This is it. Come on down. Here we go. <laughs> talk about well, dates. Here, here's the crazy thing. Yeah, so, what's the crazy thing? The crazy thing is... Besides the fact that we're going 0.2 miles an hour. We are going 0.2 miles an hour. It makes me sad. I have, uh, as I said, coal in my stocking. I deserve it. I made a mistake. It happens. But uh, one of the things that people have asked, hey, will you talk about this thing during your podcast rise together? It always like kind of struck me as a why in the world would we need to talk about it? But here we are. Date nights. You know what's funny is throughout my career is that people ask you, and I think this could be anything that that anybody is an expert in or that you have just integrated into your life regularly, that the things that make no sense that people would want you to explain because it's such a normal part of your life are the things that end up being the most popular. Because it's pretty normal to us. Date nights are really normal to us. But maybe other people, since they're asking, they need they need some thoughts. Yeah. Well, I mean, this goes back to anything that you make a habit of just becomes normal to you. And yeah. it doesn't take a ton of effort. And we've made dating each other a habit. And I think our relationship is better for having had that as a habit for a good decade. Yeah, and maybe the reason people, it's not as common for other people is because maybe you get into a rut because you spend so much time with your partner, it doesn't occur to you to set aside special time with your partner. And that's what a date night is. It's an outside of regularly scheduled programming, you saying, we're going to hang out and I'm going to put on my good bra and I'm going to shave my legs above the knee too Hello. not just to the knee That's above ris- the knee it's risque it's just you know treat you how i would treat you back when we didn't have four kids you know what we should start with you tell me since we're going unscripted in the mini cooper today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what are the reasons that people don't have a date night. Oh, that's great. And then we can get into a little bit of like our tips maybe for wrap around. How, yeah. yeah, like how to wrap around services, how yeah. to get past that. Yeah, yes. I don't know why I said wraparound services. <laughs> 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 oh, 
blessed assurance. Okay, well, let's... So, no, so number one is, um, at least the thing that I think I have been given as the, the reason why, or frankly, the excuse why people don't have date nights is... Too busy. They're too busy. They are Man. too busy to yeah. have a date night. If you're too busy to have a date night, you don't have a life. If you're too busy to have a date night, your priorities are not in yeah. order. Yeah. You. What in the world is taking more time? What would be more important than your relationship? And I guess the only thing I could think of that people would say is like, um, my the kids. Oh, that's number two. So hold that thought. Okay. Don't you give away number two. Oh, okay. I already have number two okay, in my head. Great. Okay. So this is just like, I'm too busy. Um, it's not that you don't have the time. It's that you're using the time on other things. So whenever people tell me like, I have a dream, I want to write a book or I want to start a business or I want to do this or that, but I don't have time. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Tell me about this season of handmaid's tale. Oh, I would love to. I mean, tell me about this is us. Tell me, like, you're, do you not have time or are you just using it on other things? Yep. And, and it's like, I, okay, let's go one step further. You wouldn't make time for something that hasn't historically been enjoyable for you. So maybe it's not just that you don't have time. It's that maybe when you get with your partner and you go on a date, maybe you argue. Or maybe it's boring. Or maybe you'd rather be home reading a vampire romance novel. I don't know. That seems strange, but I think that may happen to you every fifth or sixth <laughs> date with me. Nope. I, I remember, and I'm ta I talked about this in the book. I remember, let's just go here. Let's talk about sex for just a minute. I remember years ago, and if you haven't read this chapter in Girl, Wash Your Face, I would encourage you to go buy the book in seven different forms. And no, um, you could get it from your library for free, however you want to consume it, but there's a chapter on our sex life. And I remember making a decision with myself that sex needed to be more enjoyable than anything else I could possibly be doing. So that I would always want to choose it over anything else. And I think it's the same with a date. Is the date needs to be so much fun so exciting, so sexy, makes you feel so great, makes you feel so happy and so in love that you will choose it over anything else. You will choose it over Handmaid's Tale. I love your commitment to both things. That's all I want to say about that. <laughs> Number two, though, um, it's like 1A. Sorry, because I don't want to get, to, I don't want to jump to the kid's point yet. But being busy um, is a thing that people will point to usually when they have not gotten ahead of making the commitment days in advance to date night happening at a very specific time and coordinating their life in a way that would accommodate actually getting to the date. As in, if you work and you need to leave at a certain time to make sure that you can arrive, then you need to plan your day so that your work is finished at a certain time. If you have children and they will require care so that you and your partner can go and enjoy their date, that care needs to be planned days in advance. If you wait until the day of you're wanting to go on a date and just hoping that life's going to line up perfectly so that you can get to that date, you will never go on a date. Or yeah. if you do, it's going to be a date that's totally, completely compromised by life showing up and trying to take it from you. So 
plan ahead. Plan ahead, yes. And go listen to last week's episode, which was when we talked about how we plan out every single part of our lives to make sure that we have time for our priorities. All right, number two. Wait, can I say one more thing about planning a date You can night? say anything you want. Uh, so this is 1B. The whole point of a date night is so you are reminded what life was like when the relationship started. When you were first dating, you were so much more intentional. You were so much more thoughtful. You put more time and care into getting ready. You tried to think of thoughtful things to discuss. And if you liked the person, you certainly wouldn't cancel at the last minute for 50 other things you might have to do. It was a huge priority in your life. That is why you date today, whether you've been married for a year or 15 years, is that you are recreating that. And you can't recreate that if you don't take that date as seriously as you did when it was date number three. That's good. I got to be honest. I thought you were getting to point three, but instead it was point one B. Yeah. And I'm really, really <laughs> uh, happy you landed the plane where you did. But I also totally and completely agree with every single word that just come from your mouth. Great. There are times where I think we just take for granted that of course if I cancel this date with my wife that of course she's still gonna be married to me and she will be but the kind of marriage you have if you just keep treating it like an old dish rag it's gonna smell like mildew I'm sorry <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh you know that one rag we, like, yes, sorry but you use that I one rag that and you use rag. it and then like four hours later yep. you accidentally smell your yes. finger and you're like it smells like that crappy dish rag. Anyway. That's your marriage. We got to get new dish wash, rags. Wash that rag. Here's number two. <laughs> Too fast of a pivot from no, the dish I rag? No, I like it. I like here's, where we're going. Here's number two. I have heard so many people tell me that they can't get a consistent date night because they have children. Come on. And First of all, don't put that on them. This is not the kid's fault. This yeah. is your fault. So, I, so I, have, I have two things to say. Then I'll let you say as many things as you'd like to say. First thing is, our kids have never in their lifetime known a version of their parents who weren't actively pursuing their relationship. So it's never occurred to them that on Thursdays, they ought to feel a certain way other than, oh, it's normal. My parents are going out on date night too. I am modeling in real time for three boys who will one day become men, how I hope that they will show up in a relationship with someone they love. And if I and don't... And a daughter. And a daughter. She, well, she doesn't know yet. I'm just saying yet, at one, she but. doesn't know. But I will model at some point how I hope that she also looks for a partner to treat her. But the, the headline is, I love that my kids have, you know our relationship is one that they get to look at and say, oh yeah, that's just normal. That's yeah. what happens because I hope when they get married that they also practice at the beginning, middle, and at the very, very end of their relationship this idea of intentionally dating your spouse. Hi friends, if you are enjoying the Rise Together podcast, then you should definitely check out the Rise Together conference. What you say, a live version of this podcast? I do say. Well, it's happening in Austin, Texas on September 21st and 22nd. We want you to be there and we've got all the information on letsrise.co forward slash together. Hey now.
What I will say about childcare is that we have a weekly date night, same night every week, Thursday nights. And we have that because it's easy to plan for childcare if you go out on the same day at the same time every single week. So, uh, you know, and I, I know I'm a little bit of a broken record here, but if you don't have the money to hire a babysitter, trade with another family. Hey, you guys go on a date on Tuesday nights, we'll take your kids. We're gonna go out on a date on Thursday night, you take our kids, everybody wins. I've also known many parents who, for one reason or another, didn't feel like they could leave the house, maybe they had a newborn baby or, or something like that, where they put the little kids to bed and had a glass of wine next to the fire or watched a movie together or sat out on the back patio and looked at the stars. The point is that you are intentional with your time together and that it feels like not your regular life. So even if you have to stay home, you can have a date at home. All it takes is intentionality and feeling like it's more special than every other day. And just to like put a fine little button on, but my kids don't like it when I leave them, but my kids don't. Ugh. I am Come sorry on. to break this to you. But they're not in charge. They are not in charge. You are an adult. You are a grown person. Your children are not in charge of your life. And if they are upset, I promise you, they'll live. You're, go you're going out for two hours, maybe three. They will live. But you know what? Your relationship might not live if you don't get the time together away from the little people that are running every part of your life. Yes, and, and the, the thing that I say, and I say it to them every time they get that whiny twinge of date night, I tell them that we, as mother and father, as parents and as married humans, have to pour into ourselves so that we can be the best versions of ourselves for them. Even if, honestly, it's more about us and connecting and our relationship being as whole as it can be, I also know, and I tell them so they understand it, that I'm a better dad when I am a better husband. So if, you know, like you can take some consolation in your date night being a selfish choice for them, trust me when I tell you when you are more consistent in dating are more in love in your marriage and are more whole as an individual, you will show up more consistently as a parent to your children, which yep. is all they actually care about. Yep. All right, number three, reasons people don't go on dates, can't afford it. Yeah, I think we just covered that in that dating doesn't have to have an expense attached oh, yeah. to it. Like, Do you know how many times we've gone on dates that we went on a run together. We've done all sorts of dates that cost us no money. They were just time. Yep. It's it's a, it, like you've said it, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but intentionally setting aside and pausing your regularly scheduled programming to connect with your spouse, that's all that matters. It does not need to be fancy. It doesn't need to be anything other than you saying, you matter enough for us to set aside this time and be together without interruption, without mm -hmm. the distraction of our everyday life. Well, what would you say to someone who asks, 
Well, what should I do on my date night? I'm not sure what to do on my date night. Well, number one, I would say you have to find a, a, a place that allows you to actually connect. And I, and I only say this because I know we have had times in our relationship where we like going to the movies. And going to the movies is a great date every once in a while as, a, as an alternative to your regular date. But it's not a great every time date because once the lights go out in the movie theater, you're not actually connecting. You're not yeah. actually talking. You're having individual experiences in a dark room that don't really leave you closer because of having had the opportunity to talk about whatever's happening in your life. So, And that's probably a good one, too, to think about for parents. So back in the day before we had kids, we would do dinner in a movie. And that was a great date because we, we got to connect for a while before we saw the movie or afterwards. But now that we have kids, you don't we don't have four and a half hours to go to dinner and a movie. So if you have if your time is more limited, like our time is more limited, then be thoughtful with what you're doing and make sure that you get that time to connect. We really like we well, we love we love dinners. We love like to go to happy hour, we love stuff like that. But we always have the most fun and I feel the most energized and like renewed in our relationship when we're doing something kind of unexpected. When we're going bowling, when we go to like a par three golf course, when we're doing something that we didn't, that was kind of surprising. And a way that we did this, we, we used to do this in the summer in LA. We have not done it in Austin because honestly, you guys, it's about 200 degrees here right now. Um, maybe we'll do it in the fall here, but we used to trade off dates so one week Dave would choose what the date was and he would surprise me and the next week I would choose what the date and that was when we got really creative like oh I'm gonna take you to see um, a drive-in movie I'm gonna take you to you know go golfing I'm gonna take you to a hike I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna get to experience something that kind of pushes us a little bit outside of our comfort zone but we always end up having fun because it's unexpected which may lead to Another thing that maybe, did we already get off of why people aren't dating? Sorry, I'm just gonna go back for one second because I think one of the things that people um, may have found is, hey, you know what? We used to date and then we fell out of that habit and now we can't think of what to do or can't figure out a way to get back into that groove. And so the trigger for me was, I, you know, I, I loved, and we should just reinstitute it for even a you know string of dates, the, I'm going to pick this time and you're going to pick that time because there was an excitement to the spontaneity or the surprise of, oh, wow, we're doing what? Are you kidding me? And even just as the planner for each of those dates, it was fun to like get excited about how what I was cooking up was going to be something that you'd be surprised by and, and would enjoy. So that's one thing. But two, we did this thing where we made a list of a bunch of just ridiculous things and wrote them on popsicle sticks yep. and threw them into a jar and decided that when we pulled on the day of our date night a popsicle stick out of a jar, yeah. that was the thing. You, you had, had to, to do it. And yeah. some of them were cool, but some of them were like, wait a second, this we're we're going to a museum. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in the mood, mood for a museum, but that was what was on the dang stick, yeah. so we had to go do it. And it was more about, and like in the same way, we'll talk more about, you know, sex on another podcast, but like sometimes... You just got to get into a rhythm yeah. of having regular sex to then want to have regular sex. Same thing goes for dating. 
sometimes you just got to get in the habit and get in the rhythm of going on dates and having fun to be reminded why, why you, like, you fell in love. Why you fell in love and why you yes. like going on dates. Why it's important to have the time and why it's important to make it, you know, like a consistent priority. Yep. What else? So one of the things that could be keeping people from having a date is long distance-ness, right? Ooh, like, interesting. There are people certainly like anyone who has a spouse who's serving. Oh, yeah. I dig man, so many things about what is like happening in, in terms of sacrifice. And I get how a conversation like this could be, you know, in some ways even seem insensitive to the realities that yeah. you're facing. But like, there are going to be times where travel pulls Rachel and I away from each other, or where if you find yourself with a spouse who's serving or someone who's traveling for business or whatever it might be, um, that weeks can go by, months can go by where you're not able to see the person physically and it just takes some creativity, right? Like yeah. you may have to set up that you're both going to listen to a podcast. I mean, pick this one. Why not? Yeah. But like you're both going to listen to a podcast and then do a quick Skype or, you know, FaceTime call and, and chat about it or whatever. But like, again, I would just encourage you to, you know, think about how in the absence of being able to see each other physically, you could still create some consistency with touch bases to the extent that it's possible. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are certainly some circumstances where you can't, but to the, to the extent that you can, um, you know, still trying to connect in a way that says, hey, life, pause, sorry, you're not going to come into this space for even if it's 30 minutes um, so that we can really, you know, just grab a moment. Well, I mean, since we're here, I guess I would also say as a way to land this dating plane, you got to have sex on date night. Oh, for sure. I mean, and I feel like for some people, if you were having sex once a week, that would be a massive improvement over where you're at currently. By the way, if you start having sex once a week, you'll accidentally have sex more than once That's a week true. every once in a while, That's too. True. It just it's, We're it, big it just advocates happens. for the intimacy of a relationship and a marriage, and we've talked about this a ton, and um, I am going to assume I'm not going to offend anybody, but also this is usually where women get their husbands to be like, oh, wait, no, I am interested in that podcast. What they say about sex? <laughs> um, that... I don't know. I feel like even in times where like we had really young kids and we were struggling to connect in that way, date night was always like we just had so much fun and we felt so great and it was, you know, maybe there was a little wine involved and then you were wearing was, the good bra. I had on the good bra and the good underwear. Yeah. I doubled up. Yeah. Um and so that was always just like that was part of our date. So I feel like it's worth saying that I don't know that you know, that's part of it. That's part of it, but also because, I mean, I've been trained in this way, but also I believe it now. Like, uh, you know, like the date starts earlier in the day oh, and yes. ends, frankly, the day after. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, we have, if we know we're going to go out, like, trust me, I'm talking about being excited about the fact that we're going out in the morning of I us going out. I can't wait to see you. Or, you know, like. like you look uh, so pretty. Yep. Or sending me texts. All the things. Or, because, yeah. like, uh, it's, yeah. It's the legitimate. I am anticipating it. But it's also a form of foreplay. It totally is a form of foreplay. Right? And so, um, if you are interested in having your person want you. We'll want them first. Ooh, yes. 
Yes. You know what I mean? It's yes, just like I do know what you I mean. I never like I'm trying to think of like what you could do that would make me want you more than you telling me that you want me. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, forget it. Yeah. That is that's the number one thing on the list. And so, you know, like and just because and here's the thing It's like, like the golden rule but sexually. it is the weird thing is there are things in human nature it may be subconscious I don't know but like you'll find yourself maybe you tried to initiate and got turned down and I think the the, like the instinct then is well I'm not gonna I'm not gonna initiate again until he does or I'm not gonna initiate again until she does and that is just um, it's shooting just, yourself it's, in the foot. Should, it's, it's just bad math. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. You do miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Um, it may be that you initiated in a way that wasn't, you know, like received because you did it in a way that maybe wasn't the way they could hear it or the way that they needed to hear it. Um, but just because you tried to plan a date and it didn't work out, don't decide that you're not going to plan another date. Just because you tried to initiate sex and it didn't, you know, turn out the way you were hoping, don't, you know, like, give up on the idea that you guys are sexually compatible. That's crazy talk. You got to, you know, like, you got to just stay in the game. Oh, my gosh, yeah, good point. I mean, we really are going to do an entire podcast on sex. I mean, we probably do, like, ten episodes on it. But a great sex life is like a great, marriage like this is this takes time and effort and years of does this work oh maybe this works let me try this let me do this let me but if you are this this is for dating or sex or intimacy in any capacity if you've tried and it didn't happen the way you wanted it to happen that doesn't mean it never will yeah it means that you need to do some better communication. It means that you need to try again in a different way. It means that you you got to keep showing up because when you are showing up for your life and your relationship in any of these ways, like it can't get anything but better. But I know one way for it to for sure get worse and that's to not try at all. Shut down. Yeah. I mean, dating isn't always going to produce the same kind of feeling either, right? Like you're going to find a thing in that season of life that you find yourself in with your partner that is just the best. And then life is going to change for you, right? One of you is going to have a job that gets busier. One of you may actually produce a human. Like something's going to happen. Or maybe you will struggle to get pregnant and the, and, and that will destroy things because you're trying to walk through infertility and that brings up a whole... There's so the, many seasons in life that can throw you off your game. And the headline is when those seasons change, if your attempts at connecting or your attempts to date or even your attempts, attempts at you know, being in a relationship sexually or whatever it might be, stay exactly the same, they're likely to produce a different result. So, you know, like if the tried and true tricks that always had you guys connecting at the beginning of your relationship aren't working now, most likely it's that you're different people. You're in a different season and you need now to think about what each of you at this new stage need and how maybe a different kind of dating will show up, right? So like we were, you know, not 
necessarily people who are reaching for dinners or some of the fun. Like, we, we earlier on in our relationship, needed different things. Yeah. We went on different dates. We had a fun time, but as we've grown up, as we've grown older, as we've had now four kids, which is like a thousand, the kind of things that we need to connect and unwind and feel more together are different than they were 15 years ago. So just keep at it, I guess, in summation. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm not going to finish the summation yet. The one, the one last thing I will say, and this is real, is I get people asking all the time for my, my tips on what we do on our date night. And that is like, um, it's, I can give you some general things that we've done that work for us, but you and you, you and your partner are the only people who can define what dating looks like for your relationship. Yeah. Like you might love a Renaissance festival that might make your heart so happy. You might love camping. Oh my Lord. The only thing I would hate more than a Renaissance festival is camping. So if you like Renaissance festivals and camping, then go we, do that. One, we can't be friends, but yeah, two, we're not going to hang out with you. You should go do something that taps into your love of yes. those things. Go on a hike. Yeah. Dress up as Renaissance people and hit a sizzler. Make I don't a care sports. what you're going to do. Why but are like, there even sizzlers in 2018? Are there no more sizzlers? I don't know. I'm sad if there aren't. All right. Hit the a, point hit is. Hit a hometown buffet. There you go. The do, point is, do you. Do you. Yeah. And don't worry about whether. Your version of dating is my version or Rachel's ver- or anyone that you are friends with. If it's a version that makes you and your partner closer, if it's a thing that you get excited for, if it leads to sex, Woo! if it's a thing that fills you up and allows you to return to your life as a better person for your work or a better person for your kids or a better person for just the way you feel when you close your eyes at night. Who cares Do what anyone thing. else thinks? Do, Do that, thing. that thing. Amen. You know what? I want to end this podcast with a call to action. A lot of times we listen to podcasts in a passive way. It's just sort of something we consume while doing other things. Here's your call to action, friend. Make a date Make with a your date. spouse. Make a date. Set a date. With Choose your partner, a time. What are you going to do? With your Something boyfriend fun. or girlfriend. Hey, let's go do XYZ this week. Let's connect. Let's have fun. Let's be intentional about this time together. If you want a great relationship, you're going to have to be intentional about it. When people say, like, you have to work on it, this is the work. It, the work is not necessarily hard, but it is really thoughtful about where you're headed. So do not, don't, what do they say? What do the kids say? Don't sleep on this. Don't, I don't know what that means. I don't means, know what that don't means either. Don't, just go Make do a it. date like you would at the beginning of the relationship. If you're a guy listening to this, act like you are still pursuing your partner. Ooh, preach. That, I mean, is the key. What do you need to do to try and have this person actually want to follow up and have a date after this date, you know? If yeah, you, pretend it's not a guarantee. Pretend it's not a guarantee. Mm. If if you didn't know that this person was going to still be married to you after this date, would you treat the date differently? If the answer is yes, act that way. Like, uh, I, 
I love that. You know? No, that's, I mean, what more can we say? Friends, what more can we say? Go on a date. Plan for it ahead of time. Start today. Put it on the calendar. Make out with each other. Wear your good underwear. Order wine. Don't worry about what your kids think. They're gonna live. You're gonna be a better person when you return. Yep. I felt, I mean... Are we still going? I don't know. I feel like it's the longest. We're just talking incessantly. You guys get the point. Go on a dang date. Go on a date. And then make out with each other. Yes. Touch someone's boob. The boob of the person you're in a relationship, not like a stranger's boob. Get felt up. That's your goal for this week. Love, Dave, and Rach. Hey guys, if you liked today's episode, I hope that you will subscribe to the Rise Together podcast. You will get a notification every single time we have a new episode comes out, which is every Thursday. And take a picture, a screenshot, put it up on Instagram, tag Rise Together podcast, put it out to all of tag the humans Tag us so we can see and we yeah. can say thank you. Man, let everyone know. And if you <laughs> don't like word. it, don't tell don't, anyone. Yeah, just keep that to yourself, sister. Please. <laughs>